This is exciting news, and it is something that we've been waiting for for a long time. All you cannabis smokers, now, if you live in California, you don't have to worry about any more drug screenings. As you can see here, it's a top headline, multiple articles, all by different um, publications, but the message, the same. California weed laws, employers will soon be banned for screening for cannabis. And there's more details in the article, which we will go over uh, briefly. It is a uh, monumental, man. It fucking took forever. But um, finally, we can uh, put an end to some of the prohibition in this specific area. Uh, I mean, there's still a lot to do. And I'm wondering if the technology is there yet to be able to determine like, okay, you're not high now. And that's usually what employers are looking for. Um, that's probably the most important, single most important thing out of all of this is how are they going to be testing to make sure that someone is not high at this very second? If let's say a truck driver is called in and it's a random drug test. Now there's, um, other questions too that come up. Will it, you know, uh, I had initially thought, oh, will they remove it from the drug panels? If you're not familiar with drug panels, if you've ever bought these tests, self-test kits at CVS or Rite Aid, you'll see that there's different um, panels, each one for a different substance. Some of them go as high as like 10 different substances. But uh, that was one question. Will they remove it? But, um, you know, based on some of the reading I did, there's a good chance they won't be removing it, but they'll find a way to determine if you're high at this very second uh, when you are at work and or not. We'll see what that's going to look like. Then there's some other news. You know, the Colombian president comes out and says some powerful words at a international gathering of um, world leaders. Don't know which one, but very powerful words. And then we'll end today's um, news cycle with um, information coming out of Atlanta, where they're talking about decriminalizing uh, psychedelics. And there's uh, testimonials in that video clip as well, which are powerful in their own right. Uh, it's nice to hear people's voices in this specific area of mental health. Now, I'm your host, Mike. Thank you for joining me. Every week I talk about things that are important to me. I hope you find them of value as well. Today's Daily Dose is partly brought to you by grassdoor.com. Cannabis delivery made simple, and you can save 40% on everything site-wide. Just use the code daily at checkout. So what is this bill going to look like? As you see here, some snippets of the articles themselves. It will soon be illegal for California employers to let workers off-site and outside of work um, uh, marijuana use to be a factor in hiring or firing decisions. Gavin Newsom, the uh, Mr. Hairgel governor of California, signed it into law on Sunday, so just a couple of days ago. And it makes California the seventh state, which I had no idea. I didn't know there were six other states who had done something very similar. Furthermore, as we look into this, the law prohibits employers from making hiring or firing and other employment decisions based on drug tests that finds non-psychoactive cannabis metabolites in someone's hair or urine, which do not indicate current impairment, but that someone consumed cannabis recently up to weeks prior. This was a bill brought to you by Bill Quirk, uh, Democrat Hayward, um, and it's something that's been very, very important. You know, think about it, 20, 30 years ago, it, it was such a difficult thing. You wanted the comfort of 
cannabis at a, uh, after a long day, but you had to keep it secret from everybody, even your neighbors, because there's so much fear around being caught. It could be losing your job, which is huge. That's, a, that's an awful thing to, to have happened to anybody. And unfortunately, there's no remedies for people who have been affected by, the, by this law going back several decades. There's uh, nothing to be done for them. However, this does help everyone today and moving forward into the future. As we kind of continue through, there was this uh, little bit towards the end of that article. No employee deserves to feel stigmatized and unsafe at work because of an outdated testing method. There are much more accurate modern-day cannabis testing methods like oral swabs that are able to detect recent use and increase workplace safety. That is the primary reason is workplace safety, especially if you're operating heavy machinery. But let's face it, someone who likes to drink or overdrink and comes into work the next day hungover is just as much of a risk to workplace safety as anyone else under any other substance. I mean, more so than when we compare it to cannabis. I mean, let's be real about that. Cannabis is relatively safe. You wake up and you're not high anymore. Unless we're fucking talking about edibles. I was testing HHC edibles a few weeks ago and I didn't feel anything with one. So I'm like, ah, you know, whatever. Let me take another one. Uh, Another hour or two goes by. I'm like, fuck, these things aren't working. Um, And uh, I took the third one. And uh, by that point, it started activating and I was high for like 10 fucking hours. I was levitating in bed when I went to bed. I woke up to take uh, a piss and I was still incredibly high, higher than I would like to be. Wow. So in any case, that's pretty much it for all the cannabis stuff. Um, If we move over to what the Colombian president was just saying, this was fucking huge. Um, as these world leaders gathered together in his speech, uh, which unfortunately I didn't include as a clip, I would have loved to, but it was in Spanish and it was not translated into English. So I felt like that wouldn't be useful for this video. So I didn't include it, but to sum it up, democracy is, um, at risk in great risk and that, um, world leaders should be looking to go in a different direction and completely remove the prohibitions and um, the and eliminate the war on drugs entirely. I said to myself, "God damn, that's that would be something, wouldn't it?" Very interesting to hear hear it from the Colombian president because if you are familiar, uh, Colombia is known for the uh, production of cocaine. So I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna say one thing or another thing. Uh, it's just, that's a fact. We know a lot of cocaine comes out of Colombia. Uh, interesting to hear the president saying what he's saying. I wonder if he would be a direct beneficiary of such changes in law. Um, in any case, the biggest headline is this one right here. You know, psilocybin treatment for mental health is a real thing. So let's dive into that video right now. The city of Atlanta could all but stop prosecuting cases involving people caught with illegal psychedelic mushrooms. Psychedelics were seen as a threat. Simone Gerges was among the folks asking the city council to stop enforcing laws that turn users of psychedelic mushrooms into criminals. 
They want the city to deprioritize prosecutions and let folks use the power of mushrooms and other ethnogenic fungi to heal. This is the answer to the global mental health and addiction crisis. I saw the healing capacities that depression and anxiety, trauma, did not have to be lifelong disorders that they carried with them. So I don't know how many states we're at now or how many cities, but um, it's gaining a lot of traction. We should most certainly, uh, I want to want to say, encourage uh, a different type of thinking and or mentality when it comes to policies. Uh, mental health is a huge struggle for everybody in varying degrees. I mean, we all deal with it and we all deal with it differently. One thing is for sure that we all seek comfort and what we seek comfort in also varies. It could be incredibly destructive or it could be incredibly um, positive. I would say the positive uh, you know, outlets that some of us may use are not as common as some of the destructive ones. So typically, you know, mental health and the issues relating to it can be so bad that people continue to spiral out of control because they're looking for comfort from alcohol or from something else that typically makes things worse, far fucking worse, mind you. So what do you guys think? You should leave them down below. I'll catch you guys really soon. I just did another interview with um, uh, with Jim Marshall. He had written this really incredible book, a self-help book called Septemics. And um, though I couldn't really get too many words in or too many questions until the end, um, he did his best to explain, start to finish his thought process, why he had developed this system for his own clients going back 40 years. And how he recently figured out how to kind of put it together so that it's digestible by people like you and myself. Uh, I did order the book. I'm incredibly curious to see if I can find myself in these different stages or, or classes within the structure that he has written. 